Hello and welcome to the Study Apply Thrive Podcast. I am Vita Cash, your host, and I am so glad you're here. This week, we're going to just focus on one passage of scripture that I want you to study and apply so that you can thrive in every area of your life. So go ahead and grab a cup of tea, your journal, a pen and a Bible or your electronic note taker or whatever you have. And let's get into the word of God. Hello, brilliant women, and happy Mental Health Awareness Month. Today, we're going to study and apply Psalms 107, verse 20. And this is a wonderful verse. If you've been listening for the last couple weeks um, during Mental Health Awareness Month, we've been studying Psalms 107 pretty thoroughly because this psalm is full of hope and encouragement and solutions for anyone who's dealing with emotional um, health issues. And it can be simply feeling overwhelmed to being stressed, to having anxiety or depression or any number of diagnoses that could fall under the umbrella of mental health issues. And just like I've always said, God has a plan for anyone who's dealing with any kind of illness, not just physical illness. And we don't want to ever put a priority on one type of illness over another. God cares about if we're physically ill. He cares about if we're mentally ill, if we're emotionally ill, if we're financially ill, if we're socially ill, any kind of thing that is lacking wholeness in our lives. God cares about it. He cares about you. He cares about your mom, your sister, your aunt, your grandmother, your daughter, your coworker. And I'm just listing the women because this is the women's podcast, but any man in your life as well, God cares. And he cares about your mental health. He cares about your emotional health. He cares about your peace, your peace of mind, your joy, your calmness. He cares about all of it. So when we look at Psalms 107, there are so many verses here that speak directly to mental and emotional health. And one of them is verse 20 of Psalms 107. It says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. And that sounds exciting that God sent his word. He didn't send a person. He didn't send a prescription. He didn't send a new menu plan. He didn't send a new uh, sleeping schedule. He didn't send a new um, anything, vitamins or, or anything. He sent his word. And that makes it sound so simple and so easy. And I can hear you already saying in your mind, God, send your word. God, send your word because I don't I don't want to be stressed. I don't want to deal with anxiety. I don't want to deal with depression. I don't want to deal with grief. I don't want to deal with loneliness. God, I don't want to deal with ADHD. I don't want to deal with any of it. God, send your word and heal me from all of my distresses and all of my destruction. God, just send your word. And I want you to maintain that confession. I want you to maintain that confession for God to send his word. But I want to equip you to be ready to receive the word that God sends. Because if it was just as simple as God sending his word, his word is always going forth. His word goes forth on Sunday mornings across this country at hundreds of thousands of churches. His word goes forth forth during the week with midweek services. His word goes forth all day long with many, many podcasts. His word goes forth through Bible study books, through Bible study classes. His word goes forth when you speak the word out of your mouth. His word goes forth when you do faith confessions and prayer. His word is consistently going forth. And so if it was just as simple as God sending his word, then everybody would be healed. Then everybody would be delivered and we wouldn't have to deal with any kind of sickness 
So then what is the the part that we may be overlooking that will put us in position to receive the word that heals us? The word never loses its power whenever it comes out of the mouth of God through him personally, through the angels, through the men and women servants who he's placed in the earth. The power of God is always covered with his word. His word is always laced with his power, but we have to be in a position to receive that word. And it's not just about having a heart condition at the time. It's about us literally putting ourselves or posturing ourselves to be in position to receive the word. And if you think about posture, um, you remember when you were younger, your mom or your grandmother or your aunts or maybe one of your school teachers or maybe even a dad would say, fix your posture, stand up straight. And I'm always telling my children, fix your posture, fix your posture, because your posture changes the whole appearance of what you look like. I want you to position yourself or posture yourself to be able to receive the word on healing. And so when God sends that word, it will heal you and it will deliver you. And so turn over to Matthew chapter eight and Psalms 107 is going to be our study verse for the week, but I need to put it in context with something else to give you a clear version of what's happening. We're going to look at Matthew eight and we're, um, I'm going to kind of paraphrase the story just for time's sake, but there are a couple verses that I want to read specifically for you. There was a centurion soldier who had a servant who was sick or somebody on his staff was sick and he knew Jesus was coming into the town and he went to Jesus and he said to Jesus, Lord, my servant or my, my staff member at home is sick of the palsy and he's tormented, meaning that he was just so in so much pain that he could not even walk. And he said, you know, Jesus, can you heal him? And Jesus said, I will come and heal him. And then in verse eight, the centurion soldier answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should come under my roof, but speak the word only and my staff member shall be healed. And so he says, God, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house, Jesus. You don't have to do all that. But if you can just speak the word only, I know that my staff member will be healed. But here's the impact that put this man in position to be able to receive the healing of God, not for himself, but for somebody else. And this is good news for any mom, for any wife, for anybody that you've been interceding on the behalf of someone else to get healed. So here this centurion soldier is interceding to the savior on behalf of someone else and the healing still took place. And he says in verse nine, for I am a man under authority having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does that. And so he says, I'm a man under authority, and then I have people who are under my authority. Because I'm under authority, I have authority, and I can say to this one, go, and to this one, come, and to this one, do. And look what Jesus said. And when Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to them following, Verily, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Jesus caused this man's posture, his mindset, and his position great faith because he understood, the centurion soldier understood that because he was under authority, he had authority. Because he was under the authority of someone else, that gave him authority to say to people, go, to say to people, come, to say to um 
people do something. And so when you posture yourself as a woman under the authority of God, a woman under the authority of the culture and the processes of the kingdom of God, you can say to sickness, go, you can say to healing, come, you can say to your children, do this, do that, because you're under authority. And so the way that Psalms 107 becomes alive in your life is not just simply by God sending the word, but by you posturing yourself in a position to be able to receive the full power, the manifested power, the signs and wonders of the word spoken out of the mouth of God, because you are a woman under authority. You're under the authority of this word. You're under the authority of the expectations of God. You're under the authority of the culture of the kingdom. You're a kingdom citizen and you live your life that way. You don't do whatever you want to do. You don't go wherever you want to go. You don't act the way you want to act. You are a woman under authority and you being under authority that gives you authority to say the sickness, go to say the healing, come. It gives you authority to speak to the enemy. It gives you authority to speak to your finances and command it to grow. It gives you the authority to command your business to come forth, to command your real estate to come forth. It gives you the authority to speak to your marriage and declare it to be healed, to speak to anything else in your life that may be possibly broken and declared to be healed because you're under authority. So as you're studying and applying Psalms 107 verse 20 this week, I want you to really ask yourself, am I under the authority of God or am I doing my own thing? And getting under the authority of God is so easy. This is all you have to do. You see a scripture, you study it, you apply it, and you do it. You study it, you apply it, and you do it. And you don't have to change everything at one time because being a woman under the authority isn't about getting everything right and getting it wrong. God has never asked us to be perfect because he knows we don't have the ability to do it, but he's asked us to be faithful. It's about conditioning your heart. God, give me the ability to live under your authority. God, when I stray to the left or to the right, send Holy Spirit to correct me. Put the ministering angels around me that they'll gird me up before I dash my foot against the stone. God, I want to be a woman under authority because I know that it's for your glory and my good to be a woman who has authority in the earth. And God, I want to walk in the authority that you've ordained for me. And I want to be under your authority. And I know when I posture myself that way, when you send your word, I can receive it and be healed. And so then I'm living right here in Psalms 107 and verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. God, I want to live right there. So I want you to study this scripture this week. I want you to read it. I want you to write it, meditate on it, recite it, memorize it. I want you to apply it by adjusting yourself to it and sharing it with someone else. And when you study and apply this word, you will thrive in this area of life and you'll begin to see the manifested power of God healing in your life. And I'm talking about emotional healing. You'll begin to feel the weight of stress lifting off of you. You'll begin to feel the weight of grief, the weight of loneliness, the weight of anxiety, the weight of depression. You'll begin to see it lifting. And now let me be very clear. While you're 
while God is manifesting healing in you, he may tell you to go see a doctor. He may tell you to go see a therapist. He may tell you that it's okay to take that prescription, but you want to do those things because the authority of God told you to, not because you just did it on your own. Everything that you do needs to be under the authority of God. And again, therapy is a blessed word. Going to see a counselor is a blessed word, but you want to do it because God told you so because you're a woman under authority, not because it was the trendy thing to do. So study and apply this word and you will thrive in every area of life. Thank you for hanging out with me, brilliant women. And you're brilliant because you have the wisdom of God and the light of Christ and you're just radiating God's goodness everywhere you go. Join us this Sunday at Flow Church at live.flow-church.tv live.flow-church.tv at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 6.30 p.m. We're there every Sunday, so it doesn't matter when you listen to this. On this Sunday, we'll be there, live.flow-church.tv. I look forward to seeing you there. I'm so happy to share this time with you. Study and apply Psalms 107, verse 20, and you'll thrive in it. Thanks for hanging out with me. I love you. I'm praying for you. Have an amazing, fantabulous day.